Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva! Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Scams, cons, robbery, and fraud. Scams, cons, robbery, and fraud. Scam goddess. What's Hoppin' congregation, we are back for another installment of Scam Goddess. And yes, we are at home on our couches in the cribs, and that's all we're going to say about that. I'm your host, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, and I'm super thrilled. Look, I gave y'all a new word. I know I know, I say excited a lot. Today, I'm saying thrilled, okay? Even more excited. Uh, for our guest, she's a queen. You've heard her on her podcast, Yo! Is This Racist?, which is so amazing and popular and fucking dope. Also, you can see her starring in the new Netflix show with Steve Carell called Space Force. We have Miss Tawny Newsom. Tawny, did I say your last name oh, right? Oh, Lazy, thank you so much. I think <laughs> so. I don't know. There's a weird delay. It could have been wrong, but you probably got it. It's Newsome. I just feel like I never say your last name. Like, I know you. We are just always Tony. Like, I never really say your last name. <laughs> yeah. You don't really need that. I don't really know many other Tawnies, so we don't need it. It's a good name. It's a really, it's like Lacey. Like Lacey. We're pretty rare. I rarely meet a Lacey. There's like Lacey Duvall. She be fucking. And then Lacey Peterson. That was sad. <laughs> um, people used to call that me Lacey sad. Peterson. I know a Lacey... I know a, a white lacy who used to teach spin classes in my old neighborhood, but then she got fired for yelling at a white man. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> she was I cool think though. I like that, Lacey. I think I like that, Lacey. <laughs> she sounds like we would be I cool. I think I was on her side. She did, she did yell at him real hard, but also like <laughs> he was wild. So I'm with that, Lacey. All the Lacey's I know personally, I'm with. <laughs> Yes, I I can. I've only gotten to really yell at somebody real hard like twice in my life, and boy, can I tell you, it's liberating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you ever just mm-hmm. cussed somebody yeah, out I don't real think I've good? Done it either. They because they deserved it. They deserved it. I did it once, and unfortunately, the circumstances weren't great because I was outside of a business, uh, a theater. We won't say which. And uh-huh. there was a valet line and I started cursing these heifers out so bad. The valet line started clapping at the end. I was like, oh, I need to go home. Hell yeah. That's what we call a command performance. They're saying brava, brava. I know they are not drilling right now. Oh, my God. I will beat my neighbor's asses. Okay. Uh- <laughs> 
We are at home, y'all. So if y'all hear some drilling, don't don't email, do not call, and certainly do not tweet about it. Okay, we doing the best we can for y'all. But to- especially in these trying times, if y'all have some issues with some sound quality on a black woman's podcast right now, you need to reexamine. That's oppression. You need to just take a beat and reexamine. <laughs> That's straight up yeah. oppression. We've been out here in these streets uh, for you, yours, and everybody. Oh. But yeah, girl, how are you? I mean, I know that, you know, this I know I don't mean mean to make it heavy, but I just I haven't gotten to like talk to you, talk to you. And I got to check in with my black people. How are you? Yeah, I mean, I'm hanging in there. Uh, uh, Yesterday, like this will this will come out on, I believe, June 9th. So this will be like a week. So we're a week in the future now, guys. Woo. So a week ago, uh, it was pretty rough. Um, I went to some protests. I was very sore. Honey, they don't tell you like Martin Luther King and them them protests. That's a workout, honey. Okay, and when they said they marched on yeah. Washington, I don't know which millennials they would have been able to pull up to march on Washington, honey. Because I was like, ooh, ten miles in, I was like, oh, we still marching, huh? Okay, yeah, no justice, no yeah. peace. <laughs> rough work (laughs) it is and people (laughs) really take it for granted because you know you just see pictures and you think people are just posting but we were out there chanting and screaming in the sun and marching and all the people I met were so lovely and you know some people brought some drums and some people drove with some music so it was kind of litty and then it got very scary um (laughs) so yeah no I was kind of I was following um your stuff a lot along with some other friends and I was like uh, yeah, I, I liked your coverage. Like you're a reporter. I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but the things you were posting, I found interesting. So thank you for uh, thank you for being there and doing that. Well, of course, Queen. And I mean, I have asthma, so I definitely shouldn't have had my little black ass out there. And my mother, I called my mother during the protest because I knew she was gonna find out. And she, these bitches, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, she, she was like, I knew your little ass was gonna go down there. I knew your little ass was gonna be out there. <laughs> She was not pleased. Lori Bishop was not pleased. But I think everyone needs to really recognize the gravitas of people being out in the streets when there's a pandemic that's overwhelmingly disproportionately affecting black and brown people. And we're still out here in the streets because that's how critical this situation is. So, you know, we ain't going to keep y'all. We're not going to hold y'all down. You know, this podcast is about levity and light, hunty. But also, I'm black, as I remind y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I was like, I know this is not what this podcast is about, but um, I have canceled like all other press because I was just like, I can't talk to anybody but some black people right now because it's just hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. So um, I'm excited to be here with you. I'm happy to and have to you take my mind off some bullshit for a minute. I know we've been trying to do this for a while, and it has been my fucked up schedule that has kept it from happening. And Booked I, I take responsibility busy, honey. for that. No, it's all good. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm supposed to be in Georgia right now, so. You know, everybody's uh, everybody's everybody's, you know, having a time. Um, But yes, Tani. So let's get into our first segment. What's hot and fried? So first, I want to ask you just a little question. Like, do you have any relationship with scams? Have you ever been scammed? You know, um, I was raised by a very tough mom who um, always taught me to be on the lookout for shenanigans and taught me to keep my wits about me. I have. I will say this. I have never been pickpocketed. I have never been mugged. I have no, and a lot of that is luck. A lot of that is my height and my stature. I'm I'm not a small woman, so I am less likely to be grabbed or to be, uh, for people to try and pull some shit with me. But also, like, my head is on a swivel, honey, to the point where I look crazy when I travel. I look, I'm just, I'm the, I'm the paranoid friend you want with you on a crowded train in a country you've never been to before. Um, like, if you were in so Taken, they would have been. <laughs> spotted. 
If you were in Taken, you would oh, be like, yeah, I would have been in the Neeson. car with him. <laughs> oh, damn. You would have been yeah, Liam. I, you wouldn't yeah, even oh, no, have no, been no, the no. friend. I have. <laughs> Tommy, I, I would have sneaked it out ahead of time. I would have. <laughs> I am a little like, I'm a little bit of a vigilante in that way. Just because like I can see my mom just taught me to recognize behaviors of just people who meant you harm, even if it's, you know, mild harm, even if it's just like pit pocketing or whatever. So I will say that I have been lucky and I've been strategic and that's never happened to me. Um, I will recall one time I went with my mom to Barcelona and, you know, a lot of European cities have a lot of just like petty pickpocketing. That's not even mm-hmm. any shade. America has way bigger problems, but um, <laughs> right. just in Europe, the the pickpocketing game is, is it's rampant. cute. Is, it's is a little a cute there. It's like the little kids. It's, it's maybe a little Oliver like, Twist. Hello, may I rob your pockets? And you know, it right? feels a little cute. I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? And I will never forget coming down some steps in a subway, and I turn around to look for my mom, and my mom has a 12 year old child by the wrist, and she's just looking her in the eyes and going, "Why did you put your hand in my purse?" And the kid's like, "Huh?" Ah, ah, and then just breaks free and runs away. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna be all right," because I was a little nervous, like traveling. I was traveling with my mom, my husband's mom. It was like we had all these moms with us, and I was like, oh, "I'm dragging them through through Europe." They're going to get their ass pickpocketed or something, but no one did. Um, so, yeah, I I'm love always how on the calm your mom was. I'm also up. She was like, oh, why yeah. are you My mom was very, because she was also like, it's a child. <laughs> right. Like, she was like, tell me freak why. Scream. She was just like, hey, we don't do that. <laughs> like, nah, um, chill, chill, chill. I will on the also robbery. say that my dad is a. <laughs> I also say my dad is a very paranoid person, and he mm. has always raised me to be. Mm, paranoid yeah which that's a I've, black people I've thing combated against it's a real black people thing he loves to send me an article about um the kkk like you know often um so and <laughs> most of the time he's right but what what it's just done for me is it's kept me it's kept me aware of scams even when they're a little even when maybe they're not that um you know threatening I, I think i'm uh yeah, yeah head i think on i can avoid swivel. stuff pretty well I appreciate that. So you're definitely yeah. not a mark. So you're probably closer to maybe one day being a scammer because that's, you know, that's how the, the scale goes. It goes, we have hardcore marks and empathizers on mm. one side. And then we have people who are real, real alert towards the middle. And then the far right is like really bad scammers. And then the middle of the right is like people who just like a little, you know, just like a little light fraud, you know, just like a little taste of chicanery. Mm-hmm. You know, every now and then we skip a lot. I would love or, a little you know, bit of... Fake a limp, you know? Yeah. I, I'd i love to do some light fraud. I wonder if it's just never occurred to me. But I think I would be good at it. Is that a bad Most, thing to say? No, I think that's an excellent thing to say. And I also think you would be excellent at it. Um, as you are at most things, all things <laughs> really that I know that you do, Tani, are excellent. So I... I, I fully believe that you would also succeed at this um you know what's funny about scamming is like a lot of times it's just shit that nobody thinks of to do like I took a psychology class which really in college which really really started me like um being interested in scams because they were teaching me stuff in the psych class about you know bystander effect and uh ways that you know social uh communities interact with one another as a whole and then I was reading it and started to realize that I was like oh I can just start cheating people. That's not what they were trying to teach me. But I was like, hmm. <laughs> that's what I took from it. Shout out to the University hmm. of Pittsburgh College. Like, for example, if you're in a line 
and you give anybody an excuse in front of you for why you need to cut them, unless like it's like a concert or something that people are real thirsty for, like a sneaker release or whatever, they'll normally let you in front of them. So if you're just in line at the grocery store and you're like, hey, my car is running, people will let you in front of them. Like, what does that even mean? Your car is running. See, because <laughs> people don't right, want confrontation. Like, why do you leave it run? Turn it off. And like, anytime I've cut, and you know what, Lacey? Yeah. I I get this so hard because I am terrified of consequences. So I, I guess I'm not a scammer because I don't want to get caught doing shit like this. Mm. But you know what makes me a super head on a swivel person is if you come up to me and go, "Hey, my car's running. Can I get in front of you?" I will let you, but I will always be like, "This is a scam." I will always be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to let you have your scam. But even people who are like trying to do legitimate things, I'm usually like, this is a scam they're running. Right. And a lot of times they are because my ass be out here scamming. I remember one time I was going to like a Barry Jenkins film festival, some some shit that where he was speaking and they were like playing one of his movies and it's pretty exclusive. I got there way too late. The line was wrapped around the block. And I was like, I don't be doing lines like that. So I walked right up to almost the front, like maybe six people behind and then I just started standing on the corner. And then I just started leaning in closer. And mm. just leaning in closer. And all the time on my phone or like pretending to talk on the phone like I was distracted. And then I was good. And, but it was a black event, right? It's Barry Jenkins and Ryan Coogler. These six white people come up and they get in line right in front of me with somebody who had been holding their place. Now, there is this little Latina woman, Afro Latina woman, and she was not having it. She said, We will not have it. And she was like, I know y'all didn't all just get in front. And I was like, Damn, they really did get in front of y'all, huh? You know, actually, how about you go up there? (laughs) I was like, You skip all of them and then I'm gonna get behind you. knowing damn well i cut her too Ooh, so you used you used someone else's failed scam to advance your own now that that is some inception level scamming and i applaud you i was like damn sis i know how you feel i can't believe they did that to you you've been here since three o'clock it's 8 p.m <laughs> see this is a boldness that i don't possess it's it's mostly panic because I'm like, I, I can't lose. Something comes over <laughs> me and it's like, I cannot lose. <laughs> and then I'm like, I got to keep going. <laughs> but guys, we're going to warn you about what's hot and fraud. So I got a listener letter for you, Tani. Um, and this listener letter really intrigued me because when I first opened it, it says, I didn't want to send this until I checked the statute of limitations. And I said, yes. Yes. Okay, whatever this is, spicy, flavorful, delicious. I will imbibe. And uh, we will call this person, you know, I'm going to call this person Teddy Riley. And that's just a deep cut for y'all black folks. Um, Teddy Riley. (laughs) I love your... I love your aliases you be giving people. They crack me up. Right? Like, y'all, white folks, Google Teddy Riley versus battle so y'all can get the me- the gifts and the memes. That was so funny. Who Teddy Riley was doing the most. Oh, my God. Shout out to a king. That, that was like was years wild. ago. wild. I can't believe that. That was like months ago. It's crazy. So Teddy Riley said. That was early, that was early teen. Damn, it was. The teen is the time is starting to fly by, which I'm okay with. Cause I'm like, let's get to November. Cause we got work to do. So the team can keep flying. Although my birthday is coming up the 4th of July. Yep. And I, if I got to be inside on my birthday by myself, like I'm going to really be sad. <laughs> my city boy. You're going to loot your own house. My city girl's <laughs> voice came out. I was like, I'm going to really be sad. But could 
I was supposed to be having a hot girl summer, and instead, I'm having an air-conditioned, lonely girl summer. Like, no. Oh, It's not hot no, at all. Oh, no. We'll have 70- a little, we'll plan you a little social distancing hang <laughs> like we did for um producer Emeritus Zig. I don't want that shit. I love Zig. And I went to it, but what? I want a party. I want to rent a mansion. You you throw this in my face. I planned that soiree. I had to. No, um, I loved it. What I have to do? I had to send a Zoom link. <laughs> I had to. Um, what I have to do? I had to get myself a drink. It was hard planning. <laughs> a, I had to. What I had to do? I had to. <laughs> not you having, what I had to do? Having to recall what you had to do, <laughs> guys. Whenever I had to have the Zoom Pro account. <laughs> yeah, you do have to have an account to send the links. I just click on links. I ain't never started a Zoom in my life, honey. Um, that's my scam. Y'all, don't start the Zooms. Just have people invite you. Uh, but, guys, you know when I have a- And see, I recognize my inherent privilege. Right. And so I, I say I can afford the Zoom Pro exactly. account. <laughs> you got Zoom Pro coins in this space, okay? <laughs> okay? Okay, yeah. Miss Space Force. Uh, so, guys- I just have to say, you know, when I have a friend on the show, we're going to be making tangents. Okay. So don't be tweeting me about these. Okay. Um, (laughs) But like we were saying, Teddy Riley. So Teddy Riley told us, I need to make sure I didn't send this in before the feds could watch. And we appreciate that, Teddy. We're not trying to get you arrested. Teddy said, please don't use my name. Anyway, if you must call me, call me Slick from Seattle. Oh, he had, Teddy had already come up with a name. Okay, well, Teddy, I like Teddy better, but Slick from Seattle is cute. Anyway, anyone that deserves to know will know. Anywho, this was all back about 18 to 20 years ago. The first new 20s with the big faces were the norm, and old 20s were still very common. This was also right when laser jet printers got good. My cousin and I tried printing off some $20 bills, and they looked very convincing, but they didn't feel like real money. You know what I mean. Oh, you know I know what you mean. Mm. I used to work at bars where I had to rub the money because there's parts on the money that's like on me too. Right, that has that like kind of surface mm-hmm. on it's it, like that's, not raised. Yeah, that's textured. And then we would mark it with a pen. We'd hold it up to the light because, whew, the fake twenties in New York were flying. So. I know what you're talking about. So he says, my, <laughs> he says, we tried to pass off fake bills at some convenience stores and it worked a couple times, but a couple times we had to run away from a suspicious clerk. After this, we just used fake bills to burn corny high school drug dealers. We were still young at the time. We weren't beating up little kids. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> high school drug dealers need, <laughs> that's his, I guess they need their money the least. <laughs> I'm just confused about, yeah, that's true. I'm just confused about his range of bad things to do. Give fake money to corny drug dealers to beating up little kids. I don't really understand right. the spectrum. You thought we were going to A to C? You thought we were going to go from, oh, he's giving fake money to high school children to he's beating them up. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> were you beating them up? I think you might have been beating them up, Teddy Riley. <laughs> I think you might have been beating them up. <laughs> so one day I saw a TV ad that gave me an idea and here I have a photo and it's Barbie like Mattel's Barbie guys and it's called the fashion designer refill kit it says make more real clothes for your Barbie doll so Barbie 
is making these like print out like digital printer kind of things so that kids can, you know, give Barbie a new fit, honey. Did you ever have a Barbie doll? Yeah, I had a I had a bunch of Barbie dolls. Did you ever tear their hairs off? Tear their what? Tear their hair yeah. off? Yeah. <laughs> is that weird? Who does why? Why would I do you that? You never get your Barbie I, shape up. I mean I mean, no, I guess I was just like so fucking brainwashed and covetous of the long straight hair they all had. I was like, oh, beauty. <laughs> oh, damn. I guess something was wrong with me because I was giving my Barbies fades and shit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I bet they looked great. No, my Barbies were corny. They stayed in the outfits they came in. They didn't have other outfits. I had to build them a dream house. I wasn't allowed to have a house for it because I guess my parents thought you can have 37 Barbies, but if you have, if they have any if the Barbies own any property, then you're too bougie. Right. So I had to build them. I had to take scarves and clothes and build them little tents. So my Barbies <laughs> look like they live in a little refugee camp most of the time. Oh, no. Your Barbies was hippies. They are here in yurts. <laughs> we love to see my it. My Barbies were a little bit burning man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Your Barbies out here trading shit for like, Ken, well, I can trade you this. <laughs> this dirt for <laughs> the sports car uh-huh. that's a lot i love it so this product's available for kids to design and print out barbie outfits the ad said something about it being real fabric and i figured something we got a pack and printed a bunch of 20s on them and they looked right and they didn't quite feel like real money but they didn't feel like paper you would use you know like from a printer the old 20s didn't have the color mm. change thing, so we didn't need to worry about that. Plus, at this point, people were used to new 20s, so an old one feeling a little different didn't freak people out. We made it look worn. Seriously, all that shit that they did in the wire to stain money is hella real, he says in parentheses. Uh-huh. And then my cousin, wow. who looked like an like older than she was, would buy cartons of cigarettes from the gas station and we'd sell them out of our trunk or trade cigarettes for weed and sell that. This was very reliable hustle for about a year until people got so used to new 20s that the old ones started tripping them up. By then, we were old enough to move on to armed robbery. So fuck it. Oh, my God. Whoa, my God. This took a turn. Daddy. <laughs> armed robbery. Daddy is a criminal! Daddy. <laughs> Daddy! Oh, I like discovering this in real time with you. Daddy, how you gonna slip that in? Daddy, how you gonna slip that in in the end like that? I love that he has emailed an entertainment podcast and been like, hey, please don't use my name because like, I'm just not sure about some of the statute of limitations. And we think he's just going to talk about some little counterfeit Barbie right. money bullshit. And then he's like, and then we had guns and we're robbing people. Teddy. <laughs> like, what? And like, but I will say this about Teddy that I fuck with. He trusted me enough to send me this from a real email account. Like, I would never snitch on Ooh. nobody. And honestly, I might just delete this email after we record this show so I have no record of where it came from. So just in case any feds is listening, they can't mm-hmm. call you, girl. I am going to delete the email. Y'all can't call me looking for Teddy because I don't know where he at, okay? No. <laughs> and I'll we don't never know. know. We don't know him. Protect Teddy at, at all, all costs. costs. Okay? And for all we know, Teddy could be lying, you know? <laughs> T- Teddy could be lying. This could be all a lie. So... <laughs> 
That's true. Maybe he's one of those little like halfway criminals who's like, dang, this Barbie money story makes me look kind of soft. I better throw in some armed robbery at the end. <laughs> Bitch, I'm about to be a character witness at Teddy trial. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy was a good man. He was a kind man. <laughs> he ain't never did nothing to nobody. <laughs> Teddy, you slipped this armed robbery in here. Oh my God. You're crazy. And I love you. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back after a break for some <laughs> non-scam advertisements. Robbery! I love fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh, well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits. And you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay, come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state of the art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick, and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code GODDESS. 20. Just go to nully.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's nully.com. Newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. And fraud! All right, and we're back, and it's time for Historic Hoodwinks, my favorite segment of the show where I will regale Tawny with the Historic Hoodwinks, and she will interrupt as she pleases freely with opinions (laughs) and questions and whatever she likes. She is a queen. So, so Tawny, today we're talking about Don LaPrey. So Don LaPre was a multi-level marketing and infomercial guru, honey. He sold packages that would teach people to make money or any other number of things that 
simply did not work. His infomercials were so familiar they were parodied by David Letterman and Saturday Night Live. All eventually came to a halt in 2011 when LaPrey was convicted on 41 charges of fraud. Curious? Conspiracy? And money laundering. Arrested and indicted, he allegedly scammed more than $50 million from at least 220,000 people from 2004 to 2007. So, (laughs) wow. I'm trying to think. Don LaPrey, was he that sham wow nigga? No, he wasn't that that guy. Who who, who was Don? (laughs) I'm trying to look up right now. I think this was maybe before our... Before our like real, you know, cognitive, cognitive time. Is that the word I'm trying to say? Like before we were old enough to be watching Letterman and stuff. Right. I'm looking him up now and he used to do like the greatest vitamin in the world and making money secrets. He was popping in like the nineties and the, the nine nines and the two thousands as cash money would say. Uh, Don LaPrey was scamming for the nine nines and the two (laughs) thousands. He said, give me all your cash here. I won't give it back yet. <laughs> yes, Dollar Prey. Somebody needs to remake remake one of his commercials with that. Yes. Girl, you looking good. Why don't you open that wallet up? Come on now. Um, wallet didn't work, but you know. Why don't you open that cash right. app? Girl, you look good. I guess good. there were no cash apps. That's it, right. That's what it is. Girl, you looking good. Why don't you open that cash up? You was a big, fire woman. Why don't you open that cash up? Call me Rich Daddy when you open that cash up. (laughs) Don, we love you already. Um, So, LaPrey moved to Phoenix with his family when he was a child. In 1988, he married Sally Redondo. Ooh, Sally Redondo, did you have some money? Did you own Redondo Beach? And two years later, the pair started a credit (laughs) business called Unknown Concepts. Let me tell you something about scammer names. What? For businesses. What? Your business. Yes, I'm saying business. Your business is called unknown concepts. What y'all do over there? The, uh, <laughs> unknown. unknown? It's unknown. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't worry about what we do Un- over here. Unknown. It is not known. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to have a concept of we do. It's unknown. Like, what? you're not even trying to make this sound legitimate. Like, right. They said scams incorporated. (laughs) Can you give yourself a real business name? Like something that's going to garner some kind of trust in the public? But anyway, the attorney general's office charged the couple with violating the state's Consumer Fraud Act and obtained a consent judgment permanently assisting or participating in any credit services from engaging. So basically, they I was trying to read this this is very complicated uh, law language, but to break it down to layman's terms, they (laughs) said y'all are violating the Fraud Act and you can no longer engage or participate in any credit services because you're basically being deceptive as fuck. So unknown concepts, which really uh, seems like judge. <laughs> yeah, judge. I, I'm not I, okay. But may I please start up my new uh, organization, which is called um, uh, I- I- Unintelligible Dreams. Um, that has nothing to do with credit. We think <laughs> we have a new business. It's called Vague Incorporated, and it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> 
Basically, nothing. The, nothing. The, so please let us. The judge said you cannot because in credit repair, you have to be able to run people's credit scores. So people do have to trust you with a bit of personal information. And this is why, uh, you know, a lot of credit bureau kind of online liaisons got sued. And a lot of people got restitution because when they got hacked, they released a lot of people's personal information. And, you know, freecredit.com, a lot of these places exist mm. online. I'm not saying it was free credit, um, but this is a common practice. We all use these sites to check our credit. So they came up with unknown concepts, which was like, y'all put your credit information in here and we gonna, uh, gonna make sure it's uh, 800. 800, that's, what, that's a good score, right? 800? We gonna make sure it's 800. <laughs> so the judge said, y'all can't be think near nobody's credit. Yeah, I always get it confused with... Yeah, I get it confused with SAT scores. I think it's they're both 800 is what you're shooting for. <laughs> it used to be 16, but then they lowered it. Because I remember when I did the SATs, I think like a 1,200 was the best you could get. So they were like, yeah, we're going to make sure your credit, oh. score to, your credit score is Andre 3000. Okay? So just enter your information. <laughs> And we will check on your credit immediately. <laughs> so the judge ruled that y'all can't check nobody's credit no more. <laughs> like, y'all are doing fraud with their information. Right. Uh, lest they be deterred, though, okay? The defendants were ordered to pay a civil penalty and more than $5,000 of restitution to complaints. Then they moved on and started selling 36-page booklets explaining how to recover a federal home association insurance refund after paying off a home mortgage. I don't even know what that is. I might mm. be interested. An FHA loan, an FHA loan, as I understand it, is a type of loan that you can get if you're a first-time home buyer, and it has a very low uh, down payment. And I think it means you can usually secure a low interest rate. So they're trying to teach people how to pay off the house, but then get an get insurance the money refund back somehow. <laughs> yeah, they say you can get an insurance. Oh, because refund. your mortgage insurance. Interesting. I don't understand that fully, but it sounds like fraud and scams. Right. So on his infamous infomercials, which took off shortly after he began Unknown Concepts, a.k.a. Vague Incorporated, his trademark sales pitch was, by placing tiny classified ads in the newspaper, I'm able to make $50,000 a week from my tiny one-bedroom apartment. LaPrere began broadcasting the Making Money show with Don LaPrey in 1992. Whoo, okay, we were very young during this time. Um, so for years... So that's where all these um, Instagram make $5,000 a day people came from. This mm-hmm. is the forefather. This is the L. Ron Hubbard of those motherfuckers. Yes, this guy Damn, I didn't know is on old. Mount Rushmore of infomercial scammers. Okay, you thought Miracle Springwater's been around, honey. But uh, my man Don, <laughs> he paved the way. He is a leader in the movement of chicanery, and I stand. <laughs> so, for years, the show was ranked among the 10 most frequently broadcasted cable infomercials. The principal product was his money making secrets, a package of booklets and tapes, and common sense tips for placing ads. The product was sold through the New Strategies, whose parent company was Tropical Beaches. Soon after purchasing the package, buyers would be telemarketed hmm. by sales representatives who offered additional psychic, dating, entertainment, and chat 900 lines plus free websites that together cost hundreds or even thousands of dollars. So after you bought the whole booklet about how you can advertise in newspapers and make $50,000 from your one-bedroom apartment, 
Which also like nobody questioned Don LaPray and was like, How you making fifty thousand dollars a month and you living in a bachelor? Well how that Yeah. Where the fifty where the fifty can go? What are you doing with it? Are you making the fifty thousand but then you have to pay forty eight thousand to something? I'm confused. But you know what? He said unknown. And that's what he means by unknown concepts. Hmm. You will never know. Mm-hmm. Un- also, <laughs> you will never know the concept of where all this money goes. He's supposedly making. Honestly, he sounds like an honest man. He was being truthful. He said, "Unknown. You're not gonna know. You never will know." And I appreciate that. A king. Yeah, a lot of this. I mean, as I am a fan of this show, a lot of this stuff. You, as the more you listen, you're like, "Well, the scammer spelled it all right out for you. They said I am a scam. This is fraud. This is crimes I'm going to do unto you." And you still said, "Okay, <laughs> I right. want in." Well, you know what? It's legitimized by television. And in the '90s, television was a legitimate source for information. We didn't have Twitter. We didn't have any other resource um, to, you know, get our information from. I mean, look at all the protests that have been happening. Right. If we had just only had the news. Bruh, we would not know what the fuck was going on in America because I've seen news reporters straight right? up lie with a like do a voiceover on a video where I'm I have eyes, I have retinas, and I'm looking right with Lacey, pupils engaged. I have to tell you, I just saw. <laughs> I just saw a news reporter and I don't need to put her name out there because it really was a slip of the tongue. But Lacey, this news reporter was reporting from a protest and she turned around and said, you know, what's interesting is that it is all types of people out here, not just color people, but white people, too. And I'm like, I did not just hear colored people on the news right now. The news has to go. That's the, cable, the television. <laughs> throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it in the trash. Um, that's like when Kobe Bryant passed away. God bless. Um, and the woman was on the news and I won't say her name either. She said the Los Angeles Nakers. <laughs> she was about to say niggas. Yes. Oh, the LA Nakers. The LA Nakers. Oh. <laughs> uh-uh. So, and, and, the, and, no, and specifically oh. what I was talking about was in a protest. I'm watching with my pupils and my retinas, right? Dilated, not dilated. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I see the police shove an old white man with a cane to the ground. And this police officer said, mm. this old white man fell. <laughs> I said, girl, it's a video playing. We know he ain't fall. We just saw him get pushed. What? <laughs> also, why are you shouting about the thing that just happened? If I saw an old white man fall in front of me, my words would be, are you okay? Do you need help? Not... Look at here. This old white man hath fallen. <laughs> like, what are you, the town crier? They're clearly lying. They're like, look, we came here to report the news, okay? We can't help. We cannot help anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so like we're saying, in 1992, like, television was this viable resource. It's why stereotypes are so bad. It's why everything, you know, has been so rough for especially Gen X and baby boomers because television was the only information people had. Um so they could create the narratives at that point. And that cable wasn't really popping at this time. So all we had was what we were spoon fed by these networks. So something that you see mm-hmm. on TV looks legitimate at this time period, which is why I love going back in the past because I love scammers and I love talking about the scams of the current you know, moment. But I also love talking about how we've evolved from them because obviously now no one's running scams on television because it's just too hot. 
You do it on Instagram. You do right. it on Twitter. You right. email people from fake email addresses. You try to tap into personal, more closely related systems to them. You don't just get on television and be like, unless you Miracle Springwater, which does still air every night at 3 a.m. on Adult Swim or actually on BET. And I love it. I almost ordered some of Peter oh Popov's Miracle Spring Water. I was like, shit, it's 2020. What can it hurt? Let me put some Miracle Spring Water out here. I mean, at the very least, you'll be hydrated, right? That's that's good by for Jesus you. or or you know somebody adjacent, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Jesus, you know somebody. So, um, and also they're calling people who have purchased these packages to be like, hey, now advertise for these other businesses that we have. And at the time, nine eight hundred chat or nine hundred chat lines were still popping, child. I thank God that in my acting career, I ain't never had to get on TV and be like, we are 18. We is so horny. I know. Hey, hey, nasty man. We horny. Call us now. Like, I bet you everybody at We Are 18 is a strong 37. And that ain't no shade. I'm proud of (laughs) y'all. Like mm-hmm. hi. Well, I'm proud of the way it's done now where I feel like women are more empowered yeah. doing it in some instances. In some circumstances, they're definitely still being exploited. But I'm just saying I see more and more stuff that's like, no, I want to be a webcam girl. I'm I'm taking control of Hell like, this yeah. actual content and I'm selling this purposefully. Hell yeah. As opposed to back when we were young and we'd just see those girls on like a on a billboard dressed in nothing, holding a super soaker that just says, come on down and buy a tractor or whatever the right. fuck. And I'm like, oh, no. Honey, and they would, they would the look way. at the bill. You could see their eyes at the billboard like, help, help. <laughs> like now, yeah, I feel you like could I'm see watching. They'd been lied to while the picture mm-hmm. was being taken. <laughs> you could tell they showed up and they thought it was an acting job. And they was like, where this? <laughs> it's like, this is floss. This is dental floss. Uh, like, and now, you know, OnlyFans, which OnlyFans is starting to be shady because after celebrities got involved, now they're trying to boot off the sex workers who made the website what it is. And I do not fucking appreciate that shit. I have friends who are sex workers. Like, fuck that shit. Like, let the sex mm-hmm. workers get their coins. And I love women being able to get their money from home by being fine. Okay? I love it. I remember Absolutely. I used to always joke in college about how, like, if shit didn't work out, I was going to become a stripper. Then I saw stripper stripping, and I said, oh, bitch. Y'all, oh, so y'all Gabby Douglas? Oh, so I can't do this, huh? This is a real talent. You know, here I was the whole time <laughs> thinking I just had to get out here and shake my ass and, and look a little sad, but y'all are strong. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. It really thwarted me. I was like, it's wow. too much strength involved. Like strength, beauty, charisma. <laughs> you got to be able to talk to everybody, honey, and have the energy. Like that's a talent. And I don't care what y'all say because a lot of us have gone to strip clubs, but then we still want to be shady towards strippers. And I don't believe in it, honey. Get that money. Anyways. <laughs> let them have it. I don't even wear high heels walking around on the earth, let alone. Can you imagine dancing or being on a pole with them? I tell every costume designer, I'm five foot ten and I never learned to walk in heels. And I just accept my little sad pair of loafers and my feet don't hurt. Your loafers I don't are need, cute, I, girl. I can't. I just, I would be a mess. Your, your flash oh, shoes are you. very cute. Yeah, I know. I try to just. You be giving fashions. And I, I try to make it sound like I'm. I'm I wear <laughs> heels because I have a tall personality. Sorry, go ahead. But I'm five feet tall. <laughs> so every time I take a yes, picture, everybody. And you're good at them. Me. You look good. They're like, why are you so short? <laughs> like, what you mean? You heard my voice. You thought I was tall. That's my scam. <laughs> 
that is a scam and that's a scam that you're running and you're doing it well so obviously (laughs) they upsell these people after they bought this package and they're like go sell these we are 18 ads and go sell all this other shit but they would rarely even receive what they paid for and many customers like complained that the opportunities were minimal and they were being ripped off in 1994 LaPierre was forced to pay the state of Arizona $45,000 for unemployment and withholding taxes that he neglected to file in 1993 and 1994 in 1999 LaPierre had filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy on behalf of himself new strategies tropical beaches dolphin media Don's making money another one of his businesses and the national reminder service which I don't even what is that <laughs> these businesses that you what is that i don't know but i love these these businesses the names that don gave them are just delicious so his filing listed his assets the national reminder service yeah, that's... is almost like too specific <laughs> like uh, uncertain times or whatever you know unknown vortex that one is like too vague but like the the reminder company i'm like okay i, I guess i know what you do but i still don't Look, understand you gonna forget, so we're here to remind you nationally i love it i don't <laughs> even know what it means i never know what don lapre's businesses mean and i love it so his filing listed uh assets of nine million dollars and liabilities of 12.5 million in 1997 the internal revenue service issued a lien of 957 <laughs> thousand dollars excuse me it's nine hundred fifty seven thousand nine hundred and nine dollars and forty nine cents against donald and sally lapray for failing to pay delinquent taxes so now he's in tax trouble and that's where you don't want to be because uncle sam is the pettiest motherfucker alive i don't know how uncle sam does it mm-hmm. it's crazy because i've talked about this before but people lobby the irs to make sure that they never are funded enough to be able to audit billionaires so if you're in the middle class or the upper middle class like don Lepre, you are going to get that smoke because they can't come after the jeff bezos of the world because they're offshoring their money they have money in too many different places it's too expensive to audit them which is why fuck billionaires guys they're not paying proportionally what you're paying in taxes they don't have to and we don't have the physical capabilities to make them so instead they're going after don lapre mm-hmm. and they said we saw you on tv uncle sam was like we saw you on tv girl and last time i checked i did not get my coins mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right guys we're gonna take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements definitely not brought to you by don lapre scams Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life. 
life. Like white cream? Are you kidding me? It's giving rich, okay? Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Canva. All right, guys, and we're back. <laughs> so this is when Don enters the vitamin world. Don is busy. He is busy. So now he said, you know what? So many things. <laughs> We're not doing advertisements from home anymore. We're selling vitamins, which is also another scam because health industries are a scam, guys. We all know that when you're born, it's like this weird trap where you're like, damn, I got to die someday. I ain't even have wanted to be alive. <laughs> but then you're like, being alive is cool. And I don't know what comes after. So I want to stay alive, you know? So health is one of the biggest scams in every industry because you're trying to buy more life. And to a certain extent, you feel better about yourself <laughs> when you drink some grass. I've drank wheat grass and uh, blue mm-hmm. grass and any type of grass they tell me to drink. I say, okay, it's scratching my throat, but I feel alive. So mm-hmm. Don mm-hmm. starts selling vitamins. I take a handful of pills every day. Right. That I got from a woman who I met in Santa Monica and she had glowing skin. And I said, I want this life. And I still take those pills because I, I paid for them. Your skin do them. look good. Your skin looks good. That's, I don't, that's Your it. Your skin looks like it's glowing, girl. <laughs> Thanks, but I think it did before. Yeah, it probably did. But <laughs> <laughs> no harm in keeping it up. Maybe. Here's what I have to say about right. Yeah, and what's the harm I'm doing by swallowing right, these little fish pills? Oil. It's just I'm putting a little too much. Um, right, you know. No, I absolutely fine. agree with you. I also have to say that even though a lot of health stuff is a scam, placebo effect is real. So if you feel better about the way that Hell you're yeah. living your life, if you feel good about the crystals you buy, if you feel better when you wave some sage up in your house, honey, because I be doing that, honey, um, then it's worth what you paid because really what you want is calm and peace and things that reduce stress and cortisol. And even if it's not directly from the product that you've purchased, if you're, see, I'm I'm a scammer because I'm over here trying to convince y'all to buy <laughs> What's interesting is you're a scammer, but you're a, in this instance, you're a proud mark. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you accept your markness, but only in this instance, because otherwise you're a very you're right. shrewd scammer. You know, we're all multifaceted. You're right. And I, I have been duped. I have been scammed, which is why I love scams and I can love them from both sides because I've been hurt by scams. Absolutely. And I want to keep you guys from being hurt. But also like there's some scams that I'm like, this ain't so bad. So he starts selling vitamins. Eventually, authorities started to notice one of LaPrairie's newer projects, the greatest vitamin of the world. 
Customers were being told that they could earn commission checks of $1,000 or more by getting people to buy vitamins through customized websites that sold internet advertising packages. So now he's just combining two scams. He was telling people to buy newspaper ads and he was sending them advertisers. And now he's like, sell vitamins and also sell them on the internet. I love it. So according to federal prosecutors, the marketing was mostly ineffective and full of pop-up banner ads, which in the 90s, if you got a pop-up, it will ruin your whole computer. That's before we had Macs. And Macs have kind of been the most fortified when it comes to viruses. So you got a a HP or a desktop, like, honey, those pop-ups were... Yeah, you had a gateway. You had to throw it away. (laughs) That's that's the rhyme. When you you got a gateway, you got to throw it away. (laughs) Everybody knows a gateway. You got two years out of that bitch before every pop-up is coming up like penis enlargement. Uh-huh. And you gotta just put it into trash. Yeah, and then it's just a, then it's just a doorstop. So in 2005, the Food and Drug Administration cited the entrepreneur for his claims that his vitamins were for diseases like diabetes, stroke, heart disease, insomnia, cancer, and arthritis, warning him in a statement that his products were not generally recognized as safe or effective. So not only were they not effective, they're like, these might kill people. (laughs) Also, you try to treat too many diseases, Don. You can't just be like, my pill works for diabetes, rashes, eczema, uh, restless leg syndrome. Uh, You got corneas. You got cataracts. You got (laughs) a a bad tooth. You got like, it can't work for everything, Don. (laughs) Pick a lane. I feel like that's the hallmark of a fake that's a hallmark of a fake miracle cure, right? Because like you look at aspirin, aspirin cures one to three things maybe. They'll be like, does your head hurt? Does a small thing in your body hurt? Are you maybe having a small heart attack? That are you having a very chill heart attack? But- Bayer. <laughs> Don't even go to the doctor. You having a chill heart attack? You just like, ow, my heart. Go ahead and have some Bayer. Just like a whisper. And take a nap. (laughs) Right? But like all these miracle ones try to, oh my God. You know what? I actually remembered my husband and I once, we were in Ecuador and he got food poisoning. And this is a small tangent, uh, dear readers. But um, he got food poisoning and the people we were staying with were like, oh, well, we have this stuff that we can give you. Um, You have to mix it really carefully. And here you should read this binder to make sure you're okay taking it. And they were these chill like Ecuadorian hippie people. So I was like, okay, I'll read their little hippie cure or whatever. And it was that MMS stuff. You know, that like miracle solution, whatever that they say cures like autism, but you're drinking bleach. And I was like, no, 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 no. Y'all were like, why does the bottle say Clorox? Because it. (laughs) Right. Why? How come something that's supposed to cure. He ate a bad piece of chicken and he's taken a drug supposedly that cures autism. What is happening? Well, if he had a little bit of autism while he was eating the chicken, he going to get rid of both. Okay. Yes, it says Lysol on the Now, cover. Lacey, now, Lacey, you know these people are going to come for you. <laughs> you know these people are going to come for you with that little bit of autism <laughs> remark. You're right. I have to formally apologize right now for that remark. Look, autism is real, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with being autistic. A lot of brilliant people are autistic, and we need to stop, you know, treating it like it's this horrible thing, you know? Um, 
And we need to not feed people bleach to quote, Right, and we cure. need to also vaccine children because that does not prevent autism being an anti-vaxxer, guys. We're not anti-vaxxers. I know a, a few episodes ago I said I hadn't had a flu shot, but I'm going to get one. Y'all have shamed me into it. I got all the rest of my vaccines, though, so stop coming for me. So... Oh, good. <laughs> the company failed to substantiate the following advertisement claims. They said our company will pay you $1,000 up front or 200 a month for the rest of your life every single time you get 20 new people to try our amazing vitamin. <sighs> you know, and this is something that, this is language that's really deceptive when it comes to the type of people who are probably participating in this scam where people may have lower income. Um, I've had people in my family take really poor deals because they wanted cash up front. It, but the interesting thing here is, is that they're saying 200 yeah. a month forever or $1,000 right now. And so, of course, people are going to equate 200 a month forever as more money and go with that. But each week, they say that they pay you on all the revenue earned the week prior. This is the easiest way in the world to start generating $1,000 checks over and over again. This don't make no damn sense. They said our top people have made thousands of thousands of dollars doing this, which very much sounds like Donald Trump. Like, can y'all put a real number on it? Each month, you get just 100 new vitamin clients. Just 100. You know, a chill 100 new vitamin clients. And we pay you $5,000 as a bonus. You know how hard it is to get 100 people to buy anything when you're just a person? Right. You know how hard it is to get 100 people to just, like, follow you on social media if you don't have something specific you're off? Like, to convince 100 people to do You can't anything? even get 100 people on Evite to RSVP to your function. You can't get a hundred people to come to, um, you know, a ladies' night at a club where like the drinks are half right. off early. Like, there's still gonna be you're gonna get like fifty eight. Three people. before eleven at the club can't get a hundred people. <laughs> like, and y'all thought right. we was gonna get a hundred people buying <laughs> vitamins in the nineties. So they told all these lies. Ooh. And his business was raided by the U.S. Postal Inspection Service. By the beginning of 2008, his greatest vitamin of the world sites were no longer functioning. So they did an investigation on my guy. On the day he was supposed to appear in court for his arraignment, he was found near a local fitness center in bad physical condition. Apparently living inside of a gym for a day and a half before he was found, he went underwent emergency surgery and was arraigned at the hospital. Leading up to his death, LaPrey posted what seemed to be a farewell statement on his website saying that he was left to fight a battle that will for sure destroy what energy I have left inside. I mean, he was charismatic. He was a great scammer. I guess he decided to hide out from the feds in a gym. He went to 24-hour fitness and he was like, I'm going to be here 24 hours. (laughs) I guess. Wait, what did he die of? Uh, I haven't told you what he died of yet. Um, He actually, this is the only bummer, guys. Uh, We try to keep it light here, but uh, Don LaPrey, unfortunately, took his own life in prison. Um, So we're just going to get that out of the way. But um, he added, I tried to create the best product on earth, paid out millions, made very little trying to make it a success. I have been accused of something I did not do. I did not have the perfect company, but never once did I allow one thing to be done that would violate any law. He concluded by thanking his supporters and telling them to never stop dreaming. He has one commercial on YouTube that's his last commercial. And all the comments are just fans of Don LaPrey. Dan had a following, okay? Or Don, excuse me. He had a following. 
He had a lot of people who loved him. He was a, essentially a cult leader. And they're charismatic. They're, I mean, I've looked him up online. He just has a kind of face that you would kind of trust. Because you know what it is? When you're yeah. in a position where your despo meter is high, like we say on this show, and you may not be making a lot of money. I mean, capitalism is fucked. As we've seen over the past few weeks, America's yeah. been scammed by our government, by our political leaders. They're giving more, 50% of LA's budget right now, which we all emailed and called, but we don't know if it's going to work yet, is going to the LAPD. 54%. Mind you, they, they are outfitted. Like they are going to war in these protests. Meanwhile, our healthcare provi- providers and professionals don't even have PPE. They're covering themselves in trash bags to treat coronavirus. Like we have fucked up priorities in this country and we f- everything's fucked up when it comes to where our money goes. And I look at Don and I've looked at his face and he looks like a working class guy. He looks like a guy who's been through shit. I could easily see why people would look at him and be like, he's one of us. And he's trying to help us scam the system and get rich, too. Because I don't think anybody looked at unknown concepts and thought that that shit was a legitimate business. They were like, we're entering a scam business and we happy to. Yeah, they want to join the scam a little bit, which you don't I don't blame some people for. They've been working hard, too hard and not being rewarded. So then they want they want something that seems a little easier. Not being rewarded, not being respected by this country. So I absolutely understand why people be like, hmm. Might as well go ahead and join (laughs) the national reminder. (laughs) I'm going to give reminders nationally. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I love that name. I absolutely adore it. I think it's fantastic. But guys, this is always the saddest portion of the show. This is when I'm going to have to let my sis Tawny go. But before she goes to live her excellent life. Ugh. I just adore everything about you, Tani. You have no idea. Um, scammer of the week. Oh. So, Tani, we're just going to talk about an infamous charlatan that is worthy of our praise. Uh, and the scammer of the week this week. Okay, so I have to caveat this because the scammer of the week this week, I don't like this scammer. and But he scammed somebody mm. that we love. A black queen. <sighs> oh no Antonio Marriott Wilson is a con artist who targeted Jennifer Lewis of blackish you better get Jennifer out of here Jennifer Lewis you absolutely e- not absolutely every black not. person's auntie mama and grandma since I was alive Jennifer Lewis and it ain't right. The queen of her chin in the air acting. The chin in the air and the enunciation acting. How dare you, Antonio? You will hear her consonants and vowels. <laughs> <laughs> what's, oh, I love her. What did this oh, man do to child. her? What's, what's that? Uh, My Fair Lady, is that it? What's that movie where they teach that white lady how to talk? Is she British? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's some Henry Higgins um yeah, elocution lesson. The knife lessons. was lined mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the knife, or whatever the fuck. Like she could never, she could never. Mm-hmm. Okay, honey, nobody has a grasp on consonants, <laughs> like our queen right? Jennifer. 
And and I am hearing you. What you're saying is what you're saying is we need a reboot of My Fair Lady with Jennifer Lewis in the lead. And I do that sign that petition. Delicious. And honestly, we need it. The, the, the culture needs it. So Antonio actually pled guilty a few weeks ago to a federal wire charge for conning Lewis and three other women to invest in a fake business. And this is from KTLA in Los Angeles. Uh, the Santa Monica man tricked $387,000 out of these women. Wilson, that's Antonio, is 57. He worked at an LA fitness gym in Los Angeles where he met Jennifer Lewis. Lewis states that Wilson conned $50,000 from her following a three-month romantic relationship with him and falsely convinced her that he was an Oscar winner and that the money was an investment in a film project. So, wait, 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 wait. So in addition to stealing her money, he also like dirty johned her, like he conned her into a romantic relationship too. Yes. And I listened to an interview with Jennifer where she was saying that she was very busy at this time. Obviously she was doing blackish. She was preparing uh, to be an honorary graduate at a university and give a speech at their graduation. She was very kind of overwhelmed in this part of her lifestyle. Like honey's working. She's booked and busy and she's a queen. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Antonio, I have to infer that you got good dick because, you know, it's just it's just right there. Like you must be out here really piping it, you know, because otherwise, how are we getting so distracted? Um, mm-hmm. Also, like Oscar winner. I love Jennifer. Oscar winner. But now but now he work at the at the L.A. fitness. Um, right, like what he did. He win an Oscar for stunts. Maybe that would no, be a, no, no, no. He an said interesting... he wanted for a film. No. Okay. He okay, said he well... had wanted for a film, girl. Huh. So you know, and that's not to say that she you was can't busy. She get was busy. To a <laughs> she was busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to defend my queen. I'm like, that's not to say you can't get to a certain statue in Hollywood or get to a certain position or make a certain amount of money, and that can change. Actors have to pay aggressive taxes on what we make. We don't get taxes pulled out by the government, so Uncle Sam comes for us for five, six figures at the end of the year. Like, Mm. it's not to say that you can't go from having the coins to not. I mean, we saw that with one of the guys from the Cosby who... It actually was fortuitous, but someone took a picture of one of those guys from the Cosby's bagging groceries at the Trader Joe's trying to make fun of him, but then ended up Tyler Perry hired him for new work in the acting industry. So it actually was a blessing, Mm -hmm. even though they was trying to be a devil. But, you know, nothing that we do is stable. So And I do hope that was union work that brother perry hired him for i'm just gonna say that we can't go into we can't go into brother perry like that i know we can't be doing that when you doing that episode never okay (laughs) 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 i don't don't got the smoke from mr perry honey i'm trying to live out here and breathe in my life yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah, we all try to get by i understand i'm sorry to bring it up continue please (laughs) (laughs) so He engaged in a romantic relationship with three other women via the Bumble dating app and convinced them into giving him money to invest in a software company called Second Life and sound design company called Ultimate FX. Now, these, unlike, um, what was Vague Enterprises? (laughs) Yeah. That Don had. (laughs) Unlike his names, these sound legitimate. When I hear sound design and I hear Ultimate FX, I'm like, that sounds like sound. When I hear Second Life, I think software. I'm like, these are good names. (laughs) 
But obviously, both were shams. Jennifer Lewis sued the gym and settled out of court for $13,000, according to Daily Mail. In addition to falsely claiming, because basically what she was saying in her interview was that he got the job at the gym because he had targeted Jennifer Lewis because he had found out that she worked out at this gym. So then he went and got a membership because he was trying to get next to her. So in addition to falsely claiming to have won an Academy Award, Wilson also claimed to be an Oxford University professor and a U.S. Navy SEAL. Bruh, you were have you gave Come yourself on. a real accomplished life for working at L.A. Fitness. No shade if you work at L.A. Fitness. Too no many. shade at He's all. Like, but I am saying, <laughs> if you went to Oxford in London and you were a professor and you were a U.S. Navy SEAL, it just would seem like you have enough uh, other skill sets to not necessarily warrant working at a gym. Right. It's like he added too many things. And I know you talk about this a lot. Like scammers, they just be like they're giving you too much information because why is he going to be like all these things? And then like it's just too much. It's like, oh, I'm also the Prince of Monaco and my dad is Desmond Tutu and I invented post-its. I also have a sailboat. And it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't ask this. I, I have a nut this allergy. I don't know these things about a man. Like, right. Much. That I've dated for three months. I don't know these things. So, Wilson used the money to pay for credit card debt and personal expenses. He had previously served four years in prison for tax evasion and wire fraud. So, he is a career scammer. He faces up to 20 years during this sentence. Um, Antonio, I do not applaud this scam. I know you're scammer of the week, but it's not for a good reason. You scammed our queen. It ain't right. It's not right. And um, I know that brings Lacey no joy to not support one of her good scammers but um you pushed us no, too far i'm depleted not this week not this week not you're not gonna How mess with a black dare queen. You. N- not a matriarch this week sir a pillar of the community the community and i made sure to pronounce all of those yes the community <laughs> i pronounced every continent you heard both you. m's in community <laughs> I'm going to add some more continents to the papa. Okay? Like, no. I can't believe you, Antonio. You ain't right. You ain't right. We don't approve. And on that note, we have reached the end of another episode. As always, guys, if you are doing armed robbery, (laughs) you want to email us. We will never say your name and we will delete your email before the feds come. Scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us, scamgoddesspod on Twitter and on Instagram. If you want to find me and whatever antics I'm up to, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms. Guys, Tawny Newsom's in a hot new Netflix show with Steve Carell and the girls and the late Fred Willard, who is so hilarious. So this is your last time to see him, girls, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Space Force on Netflix. It is out now. And Tawny, where would you like to be found and what else would you like to plug? Oh, my Lord, I'd like to be found safe in my house and I'd like you to all be found there as well. Just safe and inside because the world is crazy and bad right now. No, but thank you. Um, thank you, Lacey. This was delightful. Uh, you can find me online. I'm at Trondy Newman or you can put Tawny Newsom in. There's no other ones. You'll find me. Um, my hair will be different all the time. So if you don't understand that, you, maybe you won't find me and then you'll learn some things. Um, but uh I don't know. I feel crazy, but this was really nice to talk to you and to and to learn about yes. just some 
some cool hoodwink. And also, yo is this racist on Earwolf, guys. If if you enjoy the fact that I'm black on here and you like hearing about black things <laughs> or want to become more educated about not even just black things. It's also hosted by Andrew T, who is a Asian man of color. If you want to hear their amazing show on Earwolf, yo is this racist as well. Sorry, Tani, I'm doing audio plugs. <laughs> no, it's good because you have better energy than I do. I've been, it's so funny. I've been so looking forward to this episode with you. And then I feel like I came on and I was like, oh, the world. World, but um but no so thank you for doing you were my fantastic <laughs> and you're a te- this is a testament to black women rallying for y'all guys because our shit is on fire but we are still making this content for y'all because we love you and mm-hmm. we're here for you so especially, go ahead and be here for us honey especially when we can do it together that's the whole reason yes. i'm here is for miss lacy for y'all's queen this is one of and my please- favorite shows you are doing it you are keeping me entertained on a lot of airplane rides so thank you. Thank you. I love you. And guys, please, if you have any coins to spare, or even if you don't, if you can just share information about Black Lives Matter, they're sharing all the places that you can donate to help what's happening right now. The Minneapolis Refund. Like we are really trying to make some change, guys, and we appreciate everything and anything that you can do to help signal boost or get out in the streets or help with that. All right. We love you. Congregation, stay scheming. Damn goddess. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.